Hi friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, the place where we can be perfectly real and perfectly imperfect always. This is episode number 117. So last week was a little bit harsh, I know. I was in a fiery place of business and trying to share the pursuit of greatness and excellence as it has pertained to a minority female in the U.S. Today, we will take a different direction on the focus of wellness and how toxic wellness has actually become. My baby is not well and hasn't been for many, many years. Today marks the one-month countdown until my seventh book with Audible Originals drops April 27th. Spirited is the title of my new book, and it focuses on my past history and how unwell I actually was inside for so long. There are so many things that I can talk to you about that made me sick for so many years. Addiction, ego, money, power, greed, beauty, fame. These things were all a part of my life before I had a self-realization that I needed to change and fast or else I would go down the wrong path. And I consistently asked myself during this time of darkness and illness, if I'm not truly well on the inside, how could I possibly write better books for you? How could I possibly give good advice on wellness if I wasn't truly well myself? These are all questions that you and I can ask ourselves Who are we to give advice to others when the easiest way and path of wellness, as we know, is to go inward and do the self-work on your heart and on your mind? These are easy practices that you can just shake off and stop paying attention to all the noise around you and start really getting used to what our ancestors once practiced. I think that we've hit the threshold of psychotic wellness bullshit, toxicity, and really poor behavior. People preying on vulnerable people for profit and also trying to gain a young, cool audience with an edge just so they can get ahead of the game. It's very weird that some people are preying on the TikTok audience right now because it's an easy place to grow. And and by no means is it a good, healthy way to gain your audience, nor is it a good place for you to gain merit and respect. So today, we will sadly talk about some of the bad things, but also I want to talk to you about what real wellness is. While we go into the last four weeks before my book launch, each of these podcasts, number 117, 118, 119, and 120, will be powerful I will give you my very best work as I always have for free. We're out of pocket. (laughs) And I just, I got, sorry guys, I got to say it because every true entrep, every true entrepreneur knows you will bleed out of pocket for many years as a personal investment if you want to go anywhere with your career and your work life. So I'll start by saying, let's start with the bad news. All right. So the bad news is, is that wellness has taken that dark turn where people are asking you to put shit on your body or in your head. 
um, meaning like Neuralink by Elon Musk or the Aura Ring that's on your finger or even the Apple Watch. Don't do it. These are not things that you need to be a part of. Also, the craze of these weight loss drugs that belong to people in need of medical assistance through diabetic drugs and prescriptions, weird, don't do it. Do you know what the long-term side effects of those drugs are? I don't, and you don't either, and neither do the medical experts that are handing them out. Shame on them for giving out drugs that belong to people in need with diabetes. And shame on people taking it to lose weight. It's a cheat corner for anybody in wellness. And it's not okay to put out a persona of a thin physique that you didn't earn through eating well, and working out. It's always been a mathematical equation and it always will be. And people that can maintain their weight, those are people that you look at that have the same physique and they have for an extended period of time. That is balance and balance is health and balance is strong. And true wellness is measured by not just the strength, but in the softness of an individual and so when we look to people who have strength, I look to people like Titnot Han, Tara Brach, Jack Cornfield, Ram Das, my mentor, Dr. Weil. Like these are people that have stood the test of time writing about true, true wellness. Eckhart Tolle is another, and they are not a bunch of cocksucking bullshit, fucking desperate for thirst and attention grabbing, seeking attention morons. You can quote me on whatever that was, but yeah, it's weird, dude. And when you have a Japanese mom who practices Buddhism and a Polish dad who is a devout Christian, you're going to look around at the world with different eyes. I'm not perfect, but I can certainly see through people now. So when I was in the dark place, focused on editing and producing and doing everything to perfection so that everybody could think that I had a perfect life. Does that sound familiar? There are so many people that put out this fake persona nowadays. They're also attention-seeking, and they have nothing better to do with their time. So why not be of service to others to counter that darkness? We went over all of the w bullshit and wellness. We went over these weird weight loss drugs that don't even belong to the weight loss industry. And then we're also putting off this persona like we're perfect when we truly aren't. And people are putting up this persona that they're, they're in need of giving you advice and they should actually be doing their own self-work and taking a deep look within. And then I think lastly, when people prey on others' health vulnerabilities and disabilities and health um, problems, I suppose you could call them, issues, conditions, etc., that is a dangerous place to be in. If you aren't a medical professional, you should not be giving out medical advice. I often only teach people how to cook, which pertains to nutrition while cooking, because I want you to eat healthy. But I definitely will not give you medical grade advice. This is stuff that you should be talking to your doctor about. And if you don't like your doctor, then find a new one that practices integrative medicine from East and West. If you don't know what integrative medicine is, check out the Dr. Andrew Wiles Center for Integrative Medicine. Um, I believe it is at Arizona State University. 
and it is a powerful medium between East and West medicine. But these are things that have been practiced for hundreds of years and combined over time, not weird weight loss drugs that are being used in a hot minute to try to get a snatched waist for the next photo op. Fuck that. I sometimes think to myself too, how the attention span of all of us has gotten so short that I sometimes, I can watch a full episode of 90 Day Fiance the other way. Of course I can. I'm still a real human. But, you know, by watching YouTube clips so often, I thoroughly enjoy watching Chris Rock or Conan O'Brien or, um, I don't know, sometimes I'm, I'm a weirdo and I like watching awards shows and I love seeing people win awards. So I will just sob during speeches I watched um, Adam Sandler get the Mark Twain Award, and I just was overjoyed with emotion and happiness for these people that practice excellence in their field, and they also are authentically themselves, even though they are paid to act or be funny for entertainment purposes. When you can be yourself, you can tap mostly into wellness. And when you are yourself and you are not selling a product, you are not doing anything to try to gain financials or power or, or just like manipulation over people. I think that all of us know that a lot of people are virtually just catering marketing goods to you so that you can make them rich, right? Did you guys realize that? These newsletters and emails and nonstop sales asks of you are not real wellness. You can go and pick up a book and read. I think one of the best books is called True Love um, and Being Peace by Titnat Han. Being Peace is a great resource. You can find it used online right now. But the book is impeccable when it comes to learning how to be a good person or how to not be an asshole. It would be important that we take a deep look in ourselves and say, am I really practicing true wellness or am I part of this dark side and part of the toxicity that is incessant and it keeps repeating itself over and over and over There are wellness practitioners out there that I know that are bullshit, liars, and they're really bad people, but none of this is of my concern, and I shouldn't even be sharing the info with you. I virtually just state it because I think I was shocked to learn that I had expectations of others, which I should never have had in the beginning, And when they were not met, I was so infuriated, upset, angry, mad, sad, disappointed. And I had to learn deeply over the years that it did not fucking matter what anybody else did with their lives. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And my jealous outbursts or anger or tendency to feel like things were unfair and the field was unfair All of that we have to scrap and put aside now. And I don't know if you know what I mean or if you have possibly felt the same way. Like being a good person, we said last week, is fucking exhausting. Because truth be told, it actually is. 
But when you start seeing the light and surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are not superficial, who don't care about handbags or shoes or the latest gadgets, it is different when you are maybe a professional paid model, like a real Vogue model, and you are showcasing the work that you do. That is different. But when you are just a content creator or an influencer and you get sucked into this dark vortex of toxicity, meaning that you are so elated when you get a hundred likes on this picture of you posing, I just, I find it to be very addictive and I find it to be a little bit strange. It's almost like gambling with a slot machine. You just get off on when the pictures go up and when they do really well very strange behavior, but you know, we've all been there. Truth be told, I've been there and I talk about it in my new book a lot. I talk about this perfection that I was seeking constantly and that I could never truly ever meet because perfection is fleeting and it doesn't even exist. I talk about my ego. Did you know that apps like Raya or any dating app for that matter, they just fed my ego. It was like swiping to feed the beast inside of me. And I also had a thing of, obviously I've told you guys this a million times for very hot men. Why not? They're nice to look at and they're even better to play with. And it was just part of my man eater lifestyle that I had here in New York for so long. I could have continued the vicious cycle of being that girl for a very long time but I really decided not to because I knew it wasn't even sustainable. So while we are thinking through our egos and while people are swiping constantly and they're not ever self-fulfilled because they're too busy doing everything that advertising and marketing is telling them to do, it's really important to just pick up a book sometimes and go inward to listen to this podcast or others that you truly enjoy and go inward. It's really important to reflect on who you are and where you're going. I sometimes appreciate the younger generations even more when I see how beautiful they are in that some of you have not let society get to you. You don't listen to the bullshit. You understand how fake some of these motherfuckers are and you totally see through the bullshit. And that, my friends, is true wellness. I think it's looking through the lens, even if it's a slightly distorted, broken, or foggy lens, and knowing that your life down the line will not be perfect, and accepting as much of the light as you do with the dark, and also practicing the fact that going inward means you do the self-work on you. You go ahead and talk to yourself, judge yourself all you want. Go inward and ask yourself, am I the person that I want to be? Am I a good reflection of what I'm putting out into the world? Am I true to myself? And again, try not to worry about the other people out there. They will continue to be assholes. They will always be there as we said this in 116. It is important for you to look inward and try to find the good in everything and know not every day will be good and know you will not be in a good mood every day. And yes, you will be overworked and underpaid and underappreciated. And that is part of the beautiful process of finding yourself. 
Take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. Well, if we want to get to the good stuff now, in order to counter a lot of the travel and the missed opportunities I did not get to work at the food bank the last two months, I decided to rescue cats and start fostering. And what I learned in this process was how vulnerable this industry actually is. You should donate to cat rescue groups, even if you're not a cat person. And here's why. We will continue the vicious cycle of stray cats and euthanizing cats and dogs in shelters for no reason. They virtually just die because they don't have room or space. People have returned their pets to the shelters because they are shitty pet parents. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they virtually have a pit bull and they have to move across the country and that pit bull will not be allowed in an apartment somewhere because of dumb rules that some landlords have. It happens all the time. The shelters are full of pit bulls and my heart breaks that these animals will die every single day. Some of them have a noon deadline unless you go and you save them that day. I met the trappers. I met the fosters. I met the mentors. I met the coordinators. I met every single part of this process since I got to New York again. And I went out on the field and I rescued the cats on the field, out in the Bronx, in the snow, in the rain, in the cold. These cats don't really have a chance. We rescued six kittens. They were four to five weeks old. We rescued their mom. We trapped them all together, all four of us. And we headed home and I had the mom with me too. And what we didn't realize was the mom was very stray. So Mama Cat, who was a tortie, sat in my bathroom for four days before we had to learn how to retrap her to get her back for TNR. So the babies get salvaged. They win the lottery in New York. There are many places in Queens and the Bronx and other places too that are in dire need of trappers. I work with Little Wanderers NYC on rescues. They are highly respected here in New York and they've been around for a long time and they save more than a hundred cats and kittens every month. And they are bombarded with emails and notes and DMs and all they need is donations and help. And all I could think of was if I can't be at the food bank right now, or if I can't cook for others because I'm strapped to my desk every day getting ready for this book, I think to myself, I can foster, right? Because cats are near me. I can have them in a playpen. I can keep them in the bathroom for the kittens because um, they, they just need toys, food, water, and lots of weeby pads and litter. But I also learned that while we... The New York siren, here we go. I think we're going to have to get used to that again here, guys. <laughs> Classic. My mom used to be like, oh, yeah, I can't, Candice, I can't hear you. My ear, oh, my ear, oh, what is that? 
Mom, it's a fucking siren. I live in New York City. Oh, my ear. Mm. Oh, call me back. It's too loud. I live in San Diego. Me and your father, we like a privacy. You always bring us up. You talk about us all the time. I'm going to start to charge you for PR, okay? Me and your father, we like a privacy. We aren't like you. Me and your father, we come from an older generation, okay? You kind of like a showing off, show everybody everything. You know, me and your father, we like a privacy. Yeah, Mom, I heard you, and you've been saying the same lines to me for about 20 years now. So, anyways, as long as I live in New York, there will be sirens. <laughs> She's so fucking cute. I talk about her in the book, both good and through the bad times. <laughs> so, get ready. I also contemplated, like, do I do her voice on an audible recording? And I just thought to myself, well, let's read this one in Candace's voice and let's leave mom um, to another time. I mean, much more work will come. Shows, books, documentaries, interviews, media. Trust me, I got my mom on lock. I'm still going to try to convince her to do a cooking show with me one day. And because she hates it and doesn't want to do it, it will make for like the best TV, which is white. (laughs) So she doesn't know. She doesn't know. I told her that we would pay her thousands of dollars. And then she says, oh yeah, I don't even need the money. Okay. I don't need the money. Okay. you. Oh, you're going to pay me? Hmm. Okay. Maybe I think about it. (laughs) So if I say it's for Japan... (laughs) She'll always do it. Like, we love helping to spread love and knowledge and education in our culture and traditions. And uh, it's weird. But back to the kittens. So the point being is you can find something to do when you don't have a volunteer job to be of service. It's the easiest way for you to counter your dark side, your bad side, your asshole, your dick, your bitch, whatever it is that you want to call yourself when you're having a bad day. C-U-N-T, whatever it is, again, (laughs) you can do good things too, guys. You can do hard things, sure. You can be strong and you can be vulnerable. You can be weak and you can be soft and you can be angry and mad and you can be many things. But the one thing I know that you all are is you got to be a good person if you listen to this pod because it's all we fucking talk about. Being a good person doesn't mean you're boring either. It just means you truly care about the essence of good left in this world. And then honesty is another thing that we practice all the time here. We try not to lie. This is a truth-telling space. I will always share my truth to the best of my ability. I have always written all of my own books on my own. I have shot many of my own books now with the photos, otherwise directed, produced, and creative directed and food styled along the way through all of my work. And now we have this really weird segue where the wellness industry that we created roughly like 17 years ago, it started sprouting and then it just exploded maybe about 13 maybe 12 years ago and then since then it's been on a really evil trajectory 
I don't know how it got so bad. I assume it's because there are too many players in the game and there's not enough regulation. And that makes it up to you, my friend, to decide who you want to follow and what kind of person do you want to be? The kittens were the easiest way for me to discover that I had it in me. I could surely, (laughs) I could surely take care of six fucking kittens and their mom, the feral mom, right? Feral mom. Um, she was so beautiful and the babies, they were named Tsuki for the moon, Okami for Wolfie. Uh, Nico for sunshine, Akachan for baby, Tanuki, the little raccoon, and Beppu, my mother's hometown in Kyushu. I don't know why my boyfriend made me put that one in there. Double random card, right? Such a wild card. But they were all adorable. They had so many vet visits. Then one of them had a protrusion. Um, It means like your intestines start coming out. And you got to take care of it right away. So one of the babies had emergency surgery. And before you knew it, the thing I volunteered to do, it became so much more. And I became so invested in these kitties' lives. Then we had to retrap mom and find her a place for TNR. And thank God we did. Sheila and Sunny are the best. And my own cat, Shohei, he started to get jealous here we go very jealous that is from a very old episode of ali g by the way another story i love sasha baron cohen (laughs) um he was so jealous that he became what we called an orangutan or a gorilla at night and would harass the kittens and it became this like just experience. I always told my partner that when you sign up to date me, your life will be so full of adventure and enrichment. It will never be boring. We loved and doted on the kittens. We gave them baths. We played with them. It was one of the best experiences I think I've had. And fostering is a lot more work. So You guys need to take your hat off, and I do, to every foster parent of cats, dogs, puppies, and kittens, and all other animals like hamsters, rabbits, gerbils. They are beautiful people that do great work and hard work. And cleaning up after six kittens for so long, (laughs) that is crazy. Just be prepared that when you decide to be of service for others, that you give your whole heart to them, even if it's not easy, especially when it's hard, especially when one needs emergency surgery, the minute you see that they have a health problem or concern, etc. Be gentle on others. You never know, like we always say, what another is going through. So if you can be of service and help, help. If you can be kind, and you can always be kind, share love with others. The coolest thing I think I've learned through this process is when you have a passion project, when you have a hobby, when you are passionate about something and so deeply so that you will stop everything in your life to go rescue 
six kittens and their mom in the middle of the Bronx in the snow in an abandoned garage. You will know when the calling is there. I don't want you to hold back from your passion anymore because your passion might be your greatest key to wellness. Being well means that you nourish and nurture yourself before others. But sometimes that means you are of service because when you are of service, the person that receives the most love and joy is you. And if you haven't figured that out yet, I really encourage you to do the work. I don't want to preach on this podcast. I don't want to tell you that you're bad and I'm good. Fuck that. I've done a ton of bad shit in my life and I don't give a fuck. I think I need to stay this way because the zeitgeist of the new era in modern Buddhism, wellness, and wisdom has been somehow cold to me and I need to write about it. And I already fucking did. And it took me five fucking years to finish. You know that the Japanese, Polish immigrant child and me wouldn't dare put out anything shitty. My Japanese mother would chop my head off and my Polish father would look at me with disgraceful eyes. I'm not going to do that. So that's why my next book, again, will be my best work I've ever done. Ever. Allow yourself to feel a little bit of pressure. Allow yourself to feel a little ease. Find the balance between the two. And that somewhere in between in the gray area is where you'll end up. But keep going forward when you find your pursuit of excellence. Volunteer, volunteer, be of service, be of service. So many of you, and I love you, you write to me about how inspiring I am. Do you know that I fucking cry? I cried so hard yesterday when I had to pass some of the foster babies off. Do you know that I cleaned up shit for weeks? Kitten shit. Do you know that I worry about when my next paycheck or job will come? Do you know that my mom still yells at me about my taxes and paying them on time? Do you know that my parents yelled at me for fostering seven cats? Do you know that my sheets on my bed, I don't make my bed every day. (laughs) I think that was a thing at one point in wellness, but the sheets on my bed are all over the place and I'm proud of it because ain't nobody got fucking time to make their bed every morning when you run three companies. I think it's just a thing where we're told to do so many things like spark joy by being extra tidy or buying like wellness shit we don't need or a cleanse in powder form or doctors that are actually giving really poor advice. And the bottom line is, is we should actually really look for answers within because more than likely when you're tapping into your spiritual self, you'll hear the voices and the voices are going to lead you to the good side of wellness. While you're going to see people, if you pay attention to the dumb shit, you'll see people doing all kinds of filthy things, flaunting wealth, shooting up Ozempic, like trying to be fabulous and snatched all the time. Ain't nobody's body snatched all the time unless maybe you're Giselle Bunchen, But even then she probably has days where she's not looking and feeling her best. Don't think for one moment that these people 
And I like Giselle. I'm a fan. Um, but there are other people that I think have made the industries around us very ill, very toxic, very dark. And I don't, I really don't know where that comes from other than unhappiness, ego, unfulfillment, the sense of always needing to feel that you need attention to feel worthy. And maybe a little bit of like complete body dysmorphia and just overall dysmorphic personality disorder, if that's even a thing. I don't know if this is a societal norm popping up in our culture because we've had social media for about 12 years now. I mean, Instagram at that. And TikTok only made things worse. It was like lighting a match, throwing it into a vat of gasoline. It's raining in New York. I'm staring out at the bridge, watching the J train go by, looking at the gaze of the lights in Manhattan. And I always say to myself how grateful I feel to be alive. Thank you for letting me move back to New York. Thank you for giving me this warm home and safety and the blessing of being able to be a foster mom for kittens. And thank you for the opportunity to speak to you today and to share my latest book and work with Audible and for my editor and my book agent really believing in me, Rose and Brandy. And I really thank all of you because you understand the difference between toxic, fake, contrived wellness, stuff that is like strategized. Like if you have a megaphone, a platform, or a safe space to elevate other women, why would you not choose to do that? Especially the people that have been writing wellness books for far longer. It is sad how many people do get overlooked and overseen. But again, if it is happening to you, because it has clearly happened to myself, with all due grace and resilience and love, I say it has been very hard to not pay attention to contrived wellness because it is constantly in our faces. But I will say for those of us who have written for the right reasons, who got into this without even questioning it, it was a calling from the beginning and it was an innate feeling to be a writer in wellness. When I packed my little bag in 2010 to move to New York, I had $200 and got an apartment in the East Village on Avenue C and 11th. Now, I don't know if we still value people that started their own companies and did it all on their own and bootstrapped solo to get to where they needed to be. Don't know if that's still a thing. But I will say it is really, really important that we pay attention to the people that we listen to who give us medical advice. So if you're on one of those weight loss drugs, maybe think about the long-term side effects and think about the bad karma if you're taking away something that somebody so direly needs for their actual medical condition. Vanity is something that will come and it's fleeting 
the perfection that you are seeking does not exist. And it might be better to work on the inside of who you are as a person where inner beauty becomes so much more important than the exterior. When someone's beautiful on the inside, it really, really shows. And when somebody is a person of good merit and they have done good work and they are beloved, celebrate them, uplift them, give them a platform, give them a megaphone, give them an opportunity. I can't wait to be that person and have my own imprint one day and my own production company and allow it to soar. And I can't wait to become a better person, although not perfect. I know that I am on the right path to get somewhere in wellness with you. And as we embark on this journey together, we can learn from one another that it's okay to fall flat on your face. It's okay to have an ego. It's okay to have the body dysmorphia. It's okay to have addictions. We're all human. The point is, is to try to not let yourself feed into the bullshit and stop looking around and start work looking within. Our society has a problem with being too involved in other people's lives. And that toxicity feeds just like sort of like it, it ruminates and it grows perpetually. And I think that if we find the good in others, that essence of spirituality and good, we can find that in ourselves and we need to start rewarding ourselves and saying, Candace, you didn't do perfect as a foster mom with kittens, but you did a fucking great job and a good deed. And as we say, good deeds. And don't forget good words. These things just matter the most now, more than they ever had before. While we move on to spirited here we go the new book i posted about it on my instagram so you can check out the new cover reveal thank you for signing up for my newsletter it is juicy and it had the cover reveal and the video so if you saw it thank you i'm so excited to share it with you and i'm ready to go on this next chapter of my life with you with book number seven if you pre-order it now, the link is audible.com slash spirited. You will get a free download of my new book. So get ready. Here we go. Juicy. It's pretty juicy. It talks about the addictions, the men, the drugs, the addictions to being fabulous. Anyways, now I'm just digressing. <laughs> As you guys know, I do often on the pod, probably because you enjoy it. I know you enjoy mom. I haven't given you her that, or haven't given her to you in a while. So my mom said, you know, having a seven cats, kittens, you already have one. This is so much, Candice. But really good that you saved their life. Yeah. Okay, I gotta go now. I'm a busy with school. And you are annoying. And then she'll hang up. She virtually will just hang up on me. You think that all Asian moms dode on their kids? Fuck that. You should ask the Asians who have moms that like can't stand their kids. 
They're probably the funniest of all. <laughs> all right, you guys have a great week. Please comment the fab on the fabulous post with the cover reveal. Tell me how much you love it. And I know there are thousands of you who listen to this every week and you have not left your review. So please Spotify five stars and also on Apple five stars juicy. I read them all and I love them. Have a great week and don't forget how awesome you are when you do the work on the inside. Don't feed into the darkness and the vulnerability. And I sound like a broken record, but if you just keep doing the inner self work, go inward, put blinders on, fuck what everybody else is doing. You don't have to do any of it, especially if you're a true artist, if you're a true writer, if you are a true fucking entrepreneur badass, you do not need to look around at all. You just need to look within and keep going. Your spirit guides are there and they're going to take you everywhere you need to be. And everyone who is supposed to come along your path is going to show up. You better trust that. Go get it. Love you lots. Have a great day from Brooklyn, New York. Signing out. Here we go.